0: The J-Lab J-Buds line has something for everyone. Are you a J-Buds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They fit on your keychain. They are perfect for on the go. And they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the J-Buds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit Jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control. Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades. Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens.
3: You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long.
0: yeah here I am thank you producer Noah
4: in Arizona <laughs> hey guys how are you today Noah by the way I'm good I've gotten some messages that uh this that that people are singing this song all day long I love that I heard that as well um
0: I've got we've uh, received some listener emails that I was going through last night and I really uh appreciated people writing in and saying how much they enjoyed the episodes. And yeah, I mean, like it's, it's a lot of emails to go through. And so I don't know if I will go through them all, but we all have the, the password and, and account so we can all read them. And some people send in ideas for us, love, 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 and no criticism that I saw, you know, which uh, so far, I've avoided any criticism about the show, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, I wanted to also say Just not only thank you. As we're rounding out the week here, it's Thursday. uh, Between you and me, I have had a great first week. I'm almost sad that I don't get to do this show tomorrow and the next day and the next day, which is a great sign for a new job. You know that you you don't want the weekend to come. Uh, you know, for a first day, first week on the job, people have seemed to just accepted the podcast into their hearts already, and their just enthusiasm is just. I feel it too, you guys. So thank you so much. And to those of you who are apathetic and are just like it's just a fucking podcast, thank you as well. because it is just a fucking podcast, you know, but it's it's really fun for me and and I'm enjoying all of it and And I want to say thank you to iheart uh, Radio and Big Money Players, who is the podcast network we are on that is headed by Will Farrell, which allowed me of afforded me the chance to have a, a a kind of interaction with him through a press release. Right, Noah. Like I, I wrote a quote that being a part of Will Ferrell's company um, and being asked to be a part of Big Money Players was like uh, finally getting a seat at the cool table in middle school in the cafeteria. Except this time, I didn't have to uh, smoke cigarettes or, uh, you know, buy uh, five hundred dollars worth of clothing from Delia's or something like that which was just a, and in, in, uh, Andrew saw that and goes, I don't know what Delia's is. And I go, you don't have to know what it is. I go, but the fact that you don't know what it is, when you read that, don't you just realize like, oh, that's that's a reference that some people get and I don't get. You don't think I'm stupid for right. when Because I sometimes question that when I make a, a reference that I know only 30% of the population will get, I expect the other... Uh, 70% of the population to just assume that's a joke they don't understand because it's a reference. Not that I am making, that I don't make sense. You know what I mean? No, do you know what I mean? Because sometimes Andrew goes, I don't know what that is. And I go, but don't you just assume you're out like you should know and maybe you could Google it and it would be funny to you that this is a joke you're not in on yet. As opposed to, she just said a word that isn't a word because I only know the world from my perspective and don't consider that other people could know things I don't know.
4: Yeah, that happens to me all the time because I'm really bad with uh, pop you know, culture. Like deep references and pop culture.
0: Yeah. And, so and, it's up
4: to me to yes. go look it up.
0: So Delia's, he goes, is that Chris D'Elia? I'm like, why would I in middle school be accepted to a table if I smoke cigarettes and ask my mom to buy me $500 worth of clothes from Chris D'Elia? Why would that make sense? Why yeah. would, you know, like that's not where you go with that joke. <laughs> anyway, so that's the statement I made. And then Will Ferrell um, had to also make a quote for our press release because I'm part mm-hmm. of his network, and he it it, it referenced that line. Do you have Noah? Could you read yeah, it to me? I have it. I read it once, and I couldn't read it again because I. There are times when I meet celebrities or I have an interaction with a celebrity, I don't want to like, I don't want to like see it again. I just want to like know that it happened, and like because if I analyze it, I'll poke holes in it, and I just want to live in an experience of the fact <laughs> that I know that Will Ferrell was making a joke off of the joke I made. And it felt like I was doing comedy with him. So please read it.
4: Okay. We are thrilled to have the wildly talented Nikki Glazer join us at the Big Money Players Network. But in order to do so, she will have to smoke cigarettes and purchase her wardrobe from Delia's <laughs> spring collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. I love it so
0: much. First of all, I totally did not read Wildly Talented when I read that so fast. Because I just read it so fast. Because I was like... Because I know what you know this about me as someone who has made you have made me you made me a birthday video the first year that we were friends you got oh people so this is <laughs> and I almost brought this up last week in the worst gift but I didn't want to make you sad because it's not a worst gift it's just an. it's just an interesting example of something that I one would yes. think I would like and I don't like because people do this for me all the time You're not the only one. And it is the greatest gift you can give someone. I think one of the best birthday gifts that doesn't cost any money, if you have any, you can learn editing skills to make this happen is to reach out to all of their friends and have them say a birthday message and then put it together in a video. I think that's such a great idea. And I, I just love it. I love it even for myself, but when it is extended, Except. when is it, when it is extended to celebrities <laughs> who I don't have a personal relationship oh. with and they are just asked that like, you know, they're asked politely, like, could you make a birthday birthday? Shout out for Nikki Glazer and they maybe have a vague understanding of who I am or maybe they maybe they do know who I am and you don't have to explain it. But the fact that they had to be inconvenienced in any way to acknowledge my existence <laughs> when they didn't want to do it on their own volition. And I know so many celebrities are nice and just do things out of like they're they're just like bad at saying no. Be, and I'm just projecting because I'm I used to be bad at saying no to things I don't want to do. Now I'm very good at it. Short story. That's a tangent. And I'll get back to this. Last night, the wardrobe woman um, that I work with on set, she's more of she's like this just lovely, motherly, ethereal, perfect human being that I I'm so grateful to like be able to have around me while I'm here because you can work with some real turds when you just get pro- randomly with people. She's so great and she I don't have a laundry I don't have laundry at the hotel. I don't have a washing machine in this place. And so she offers to do my laundry, which is not part of her job. This is my like normal clothes. And she washes tenderly, folds my underwear, like, you know, like I would send out for laundry in New York. And last night she goes. I was leaving set and she goes, will you put your laundry outside your door? I want to do it for you. And I go, please don't. Like it's, this was 12 o'clock at night. I'm like, this is unnecessary, Julie. She's like, I like doing laundry. And I was like, okay, I believe you. And then she came to get my laundry as I'm putting it out. And I go, I'm sorry, it's so much. This is like too much. Do you want help carrying it back? She goes, I don't ask to do things that I don't want to do. And I go, thank you for saying that. Because she's like, you have to stop being like, I'm sorry, and you don't have to do this. I, if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. And I was like, Julie, I'm that same way as well. And I'm so glad that there's someone else out there who has the same kind of boundaries. Well, where if I, it, it, even if you love me, it, you can tell me no. You don't, I'm not going to love you less if you tell me no. And she understands that. Like she looks out for herself before she looks out for people who she wants to like her essentially. So for me, I think of celebrities as being inconvenienced and then that they don't want to... I mean, I even have problems asking celebrities to be on these shows where they get press, let alone a birthday video. So when someone has to... So when you gave me a video for my birthday, you had Seth Rogen and Glenn Mm -hmm. Howerton and... Mm -hmm.
4: Ricky Gervais and
0: Ricky Gervais. Ricky, I didn't mind as much because Ricky. Why didn't I mind him as much? Because I know Ricky, and I feel like Ricky enjoyed that in a way. Like I feel like Ricky had fun with it. Whereas the others, I was like, and Ricky's just like so. I don't know why Ricky didn't bother me as much, but the other ones, I was like, oh no, Seth. R- and Seth Rogen's pretty like. Uh, I'll do yeah sure yeah maybe and Glenn, Glenn Howerton, Howerton loves you. I know he. There was just something that was like oh no, they think that I like asked for this or like hinted at wanting this, or this was somehow.
4: And then, and then, and then my, when I set it, it up Yeah. Yeah. Except that when I set it up, I said, this is t- th- this is going to be a surprise. She doesn't know that I'm doing this. And I I'm like almost a little nervous. You to, assured to, to me t- tell you that, that you told that yeah. you told that to those people. And then you, and then my
0: assistant this year, uh, my uh, pa- my past assistant who we just separate ways because I don't need an assistant right now. She's great, Grace Anne. She gave me a birthday video this year and did the same thing. And I think, he, I, I mean, I, I blacked out when I watched it because I, I think I cried because <laughs> I was so upset about the people she got to do it. I was like, so like, and 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 seeing all my friends and family, like my sister learned to TikTok dance for it. I loved that. Like, those are my family. Yeah. Like, yeah, i put them in a video, my friends, but like celebrities even though it was so awesome that she did it and organized this and anyone else would love it. It, for me, it was my worst nightmare. And it, but I got over it because my mom goes, Nikki, the fact that you're crying right now is so ridiculous. I was like, but I didn't, I didn't want these these people probably were like, who is she Then They're like, Google me. And they don't even like me. And And I, Conan did one. And my mom goes, Conan wouldn't do this if he didn't want to. And I was like, I don't believe that about Conan. Like, I think Conan might, do things out of obligation. I don't trust people not to just do like Paris Hilton even admitted recently. She says yes to things when she doesn't really want to do them. So I told her now that I know you do that, I can't ask you to do things. Cause I'll always think that you're just doing it because you feel obligated. Um, I will say though, that in speaking of gifts that I don't like, I did say on our first episode <laughs> that I hate flowers. I hate <laughs> receiving flowers. Like I think it's a waste of people's money it's good to support the flower industry. And I'm glad that those people are making so much money. And like the, the, mar- the markup on flowers is ridiculous. But later that day, I received a call from the front desk of the hotel that um, the, the executives at big money players had come together to send me flowers. And I got a beautiful arrangement of birds of paradise because I'm in the Cayman Islands, Cayman Islands. They also sent uh, Andrew a bushel, which he was so excited about, like a masculine flower arrangement wow. that he has never received flowers. So that was great to him. I felt so bad because I go, how ironic that the day they did, they hadn't heard the first episode when they sent that either. It wasn't like, yeah. ha ha. First of all, I I loved this arrangement because the card was sweet and the flowers are like bird of paradise. They're not like they're not dying yet, but. I do, I do want to say that I appreciate this so much and I don't need an. They don't have edible arrangements on this Island probably. So you couldn't have done better than this, uh, but in the future, a Starbucks gift card will suffice for the amount that you would spend on some flowers. But uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. It was, it was so nice to receive. The card was so heartfelt. That's what I love about flowers is that card moment where you go, who is this from in the anticipation? And like, and so I, thank you so much for the flowers. Um, they obviously didn't go through my agents because my agents have have noticed that if anyone wants to send me flowers, that they say she would much prefer a gift card to these places in the amount of that money. Because I just I know that companies have money to spend to send gifts like this, like it's part of their budget. Why not spend it on something that I'm gonna use? But the, the birds of paradise are killing it in this tropical land and it actually really livens up this place. And and you know I don't lie, so I am telling the truth. I love this birds of paradise that I received and Andrew was really touched by his bouquet as well. So thank you so much to big money players. Thank you to Will Farrell for acknowledging my existence. And um, let's just bring, let's bring the, the, the big boy in. Why, I don't know why I'm calling him a big boy. He went to the gym already today. I already did a podcast. You guys have to check out when I'm on KFC radio. I just did a podcast with them, which they are so fun. If you don't already listen, it's Kevin Clancy and John Feidelberg. And they are hilarious and honest. Just like if you like my vibe, you'll love them. It's more of a bro vibe because it's like barstool sports, but they're not douches. They're really like emotional. John Feidelberg is like the biggest Swifty and that's why I love him. But I I uh, confronted uh, the host Kevin Because we were talking about relationships, why I don't have one, why I'm not in one, why I'm not having sex. And I go, you know, it's not just me. I'm not picky. I like put myself out there and I get rejected or I just a guy drops off or I feel a spark and then it's just not there. It's not like everyone like looks at me like, oh my God, anyone would die to be with you. And I'm like, well, I put it out there and I get rejected. I'm not crazy, but maybe I am. So I go, okay, Kevin, I actually had a crush on you what happened there? I followed up. I texted you. We were, and I go, what happened there? So <laughs> tune into that. I don't know when it's going to come out, but probably pretty soon. KFC radio subscribe now. So you don't miss my episode when it comes out. Um, cause I just confronted it cause I was like, this is actually interesting. And I do want an answer and it's much easier for me to confront difficult things when they're on air. Uh, than when, when I'm, uh, it,
4: it's, it's my, uh, fear of emotional intimacy, but Noah, you're going to have to hear it. You'll love it. No, I I can't wait because I was there for when you had the crush on him. (laughs) Yeah. So I need the continuation to this story. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I,
0: I had him into the radio show when we were on Sirius initially because, oh, he reached out to me, I think. And then I did his podcast and I was just like, this guy is like the, throughout his show, I was just like, oh, he's kind of cute. And like, we had a good like meeting, but I was like, oh, he is really cute. My God, he's really smart. He's like, as he likes the same kind of sex stuff that I do. Like, I was like well, this is a no brainer. And then it quickly was like, I, and so my question was, am I a bad at flirting? Like what's going on? I, I I was so great to get an opportunity to hear from someone who had kind of, I felt rejected me and what he sensed on his end. So it was, I had to follow up though. So stick through the whole episode. Cause we get back to it at the end. I go, I don't feel like I got an answer. It was pretty good. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't want to ruin it uh, and tell you what happened, but, uh, go listen to that and you'll find out and let's get Andrew in here. And, uh, Talk about how he slept and, and and get some headlines. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh. I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater, and I said, Where did you get that? And she was like, It's cashmere. I was like, Ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. fun night out in your town, which It's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't tell comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the J Buds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the J Air AirSport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code NIKKI25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. NIKKI25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find
2: As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that.
0: Hey, Andrew Colin, my roommate and best friend. How'd you sleep last night? I
6: slept good. I love coming in here kind of like I do because I feel like a relief pitcher in baseball when they're like, bring them in! And yes. I come in like, but they know what's going on with the game. I have no... <laughs> you want to oh, keep me in the dark? See, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't
0: know what you were meaning by that reference. I was just like, I started tuning out. <laughs>
1: why cuz of re- baseball relief
0: pitcher i just like that's like too um that's too much jargon for me that i don't understand i know it's not jargon it's like a very easily understandable thing but okay so you you mean okay, the game so. is going on and you like you're coming late to the party
6: yeah 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 and i just like at least the pitcher knows what the score is i come in i don't <laughs> know what the hell you just talked about you might have lo- just said i had a small penis for 10 minutes
0: so you were listening <laughs> Again, and it was twelve minutes. <laughs> uh, a minute, a minute minutes minutes for, every for every quarter each. inch.
6: Right, yeah, it's math. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Blah. okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I slept. I slept good. <laughs> uh, I, we got the vaccine. The first episode or the first
0: the first episode of the vaccine
6: the first va- i don't know you
0: understand what he means go on yes so we got the vaccine yesterday
6: and i you know you could say it's in my mind whatever my it shoulder is. was hurt
0: Oh, the baby! It hit my shoulder. So you, your shoulder was little achy, bicky.
6: Thanks for the empathy. Like
0: literally, it's like the ache of a bruise. Like that's what you're feeling, and you're like, you couldn't sleep because of a bruise. Like, what do you do when you
6: get a bruise? I'm just saying, I sleep on my side, so you can still, when you're sleeping, sometimes things creep up a little bit stronger because you're a
0: sensitive boy. Boys are so sensitive, Noah. I think women. I'm sorry, men out there who are like, no, I can take pain, and I believe a lot of you can, because you were. You know, put through pain probably as a child that steeled you and, and made you stronger now. But women in general can tolerate pain so much more than men. And maybe that's just me being a woman and wanting that to be the case, but it just feels that way. Noah, do you agree? Yeah. Like when boys are sick with the same thing that you're sick with, it's always so much more of a dramatic production, <laughs> at least with the agree. men in my life.
4: That's right. I think it's because we have to start with like waxing and stuff early in life. So pain is Mm, is waxing is one of the pain, most
0: painful things that is like so dumb that we do that we do for ourselves. And also being hungover, I think, is another pain we inflict on ourselves unnecessarily. And but no, I think women, it's childbirth. I think we're just like to we can we're born ready to have that kind of excruciating. I've taken
6: some pretty big shits with hemorrhoids.
0: No, and I know you've had fissures too, (laughs) anal fissures that were like the most, those are supposedly the most suppositoryly the most painful
6: things ever. It was an anal fissure, If shout out to all. How did you
0: experience that if you can't handle a little bruisey bruise on your arm? I
6: wasn't, my bruisey bruise, I'm just saying you asked
0: how how I slept. And you were like, I had a bruise on my arm, like that just would not be of note to anyone else, like I just don't understand.
6: You asked me how I slept last night. I was answering honestly. I had I woke up a couple times because I rolled over on my left side oh, and man. it hurt a little bit.
0: Well, I just don't understand how you're going to age because all aging equals your body hurting and aching all the time. Like Yes, you're just my gonna body wake is up is always aching. <laughs> yes. I can't
6: lift. I can't do curls because a muscle underneath a muscle is hurting. I don't know. It, I, I'm falling apart, Nikki.
0: I didn't want to make you fee- go into a spiral here. I'm just like... Anal fissures, though you've been through.
6: Anal fissures are the are worse than um, I can't even explain the feeling. It feels like I like fourteen thousand wasp are stinging my asshole at the same time. Jesus. They like made a plan. They're yeah. like, "Hey, let's meet an Andrew's asshole around seven a.m. to have a sting fest." Mm-hmm. And and you cry. I cried. I would I would shit and sting then I fest. would look in the mirror and essentially I would have to bite down on a. Freaking why would you wood look in the mirror? Stick. I don't know. I think like why did you
0: add that to it? <laughs> I was I was with you with the pain of like you were like because I picture you on the toilet. The wasps are meeting for the sting off, and uh, <laughs> they have to. Uh, by the way, if that thousands of wasps met at seven a.m., they'd have to take turns. They can't all like sting the, at the same time.
6: Oh, I that, feel like they'd be in line. Yeah, they were. They, well, it was. They'd five be in a queue a outside of your asshole. Okay, was, five at a time. Five at a time. 14, One for 000. each. Inch. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst pain you've ever felt consistently?
0: No, but I, I'm getting back. Oh, Don't skip ahead. over the mirror thing. Why are you looking in the mirror and biting? Because I'm
6: hot while I'm in pain. Do
0: you? Th- do, were you looking in the mirror like? Like kind of watching yourself cry—is that—is that what I'm?
6: Ke- well, I was just like, I don't know. Sometimes you look in you look in the mirror for a lot of reasons. I think back in the day, back in the day when I when I was uh, playing football, you look in the mirror to get pumped up. You go, "Come on, don't be a fucking pussy. You got this. Be a fucking man. Be the best you can be. Oh, don't so let your to dad down." Oh, coach
0: yourself through the pain.
6: Yeah. So I would look in the mirror. I go, "Don't be a pussy. Your asshole feels like it's getting
5: stung yeah. by wasp."
0: Yeah, I hear that. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to when, when I think of the worst pain. I've ever felt. I, I mean, migraines without a doubt. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, a migraine in the in the in the worst of a migraine is like where you truly consider. I mean, I've done. R- awful damage to myself trying to just cause another pain that isn't that. Like, I I create a new pain so that 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 pain, um, not as much focus can be on that pain. Because what pain is, is what you're focusing on, really, like, is, like, what you're feeling. So if you confuse your body, you can actually not feel that pain as hard and feel it somewhere else and and disperse it that so it's not right on this point right behind your eye now it's over on this side of your head too so it radiates and um yeah yeah, that's that's the worst pain it's like i just crying and puking because you're in so much pain and like just honestly wanting to die and thinking that if this doesn't go away i'll have to kill myself because this i can't live like this
6: when did you first start getting migraines when i got
0: an iud and I didn't even make the connection. I just kept the IUD in, and then I eventually got it removed because I just wanted to. I I did would <laughs> and um, they you, yanked you it underdosed?
6: out. And then they stopped. Oh, but no, but now you're getting them again.
0: No, now I get cl- I get what I feel is like the, the amount that I used to get before is nothing. Like I've have one and once in a while because they're hormonal. They're re- related to whatever hormone was pumping through my bloodstream when I had the, that IUD progesterone possibly. So when I uh, around my period I will get a headache that will be close but not as severe as And those. then I'll
6: get one from all your yelling.
0: I don't yell, I just kind of get really <laughs> quiet and want to just no, be I'm just like fucking... cry weep quietly in a dark room.
6: Is that a John Mayer song? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: She's, we're just
0: weeping quietly <laughs> in a dark room <laughs> what um you were so- the one that had a headache I was the one that didn't want to bother you. There's nothing that I could do. We tried to put your feet in the sink and put a bag of peas on your head. We tried all these different remedies. I even told you if I fucked you, maybe it'd go away. I heard that orgasms will sometimes make migraines go away. And so I convinced you to fuck me on your migraine. You're going down.
6: down.
0: And I forgot that you going down on me doesn't cause an orgasm. So my whole plan is kind of blown apart, apart right now. now. You're going down. down. Okay. So let's um get to.
6: That was a beautiful song. Thank
0: you. Let's get to the the news or, or whatever you deem is oh, the news today. We got
6: good stories coming up, I folks. Can't wait. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. My
0: favorite part. Uh, I know it is. You love
6: your own voice. <laughs> no, it's the
1: you do. You baby.
0: Yeah. listen to yourself. You listen to your podcast. Last night, though, I did listen to us on Puddles, and I was having a ball watching our puddles. That we literally—I lived two nights ago. I don't know why <laughs> I needed to watch our conversation again, but it was captivating. And I looked so pretty. You like do. I really killed my makeup, and I was proud of myself. Sometimes you just look at yourself and you go, "You look great." And I just needed to—I was watching myself and like having love for myself. I was like, "You're so pretty, and you're so." nice and sincere like I saw myself like I loved myself and it was like such a nice I just let that moment sink in instead of watching it being like "Oh, why'd you do that the whole time I was like that's so sweet that's a cute thing you said oh you tried to make a joke there it didn't really land like it was just I you're empathy. also sitting
6: next to me in that Tommy Bahama so you're gonna look I great I literally
0: realized <laughs> at 40 minutes Minster I had not even looked at you once I was just captivated <laughs> we don't look with at each other that
6: much when we talk we don't look at each other no no no, no I didn't Ready? look at you when I was Let's watching it. no when I
0: was watching it I mean, I don't know feel? what to tell you.
6: How does it feel to look deep in them?
0: I'm not looking that deep. In my I'm, baby green. I'm blurring my face right now because I don't want to actually make. Why? I'm blurring look at your face. me.
6: No, stop. Take it. me in. Oh, Just God. take me in. What Why does, are you feeling weird sexual. about it?
0: Take me in. Just a,
6: take me in. Shut me up. in. I don't,
0: eye contact, prolonged eye contact for me is romantic <laughs> and I don't want to do that with you.
6: Why? Because don't make it not, romantic, though.
0: But it's it, to me, prolonged eye contact is romantic. That's what it means. So I don't do it with people that I don't have that vibe with. It feels weird. It feels like incest.
6: Okay, well, you ready for the first story? Yeah. All right, I hope you're having a great time out there, guys. Uh, oh, here-
0: God, he always wishes you a great time before he begins. <laughs> That's his little... That's your um, It's
6: my way to get them on my side yeah, if we get in an argument. Yeah, uh-huh. All right, I hope you have a great time. All right, handwriting your notes <laughs> had more advantages than inputting them digitally. You're I picked this story cuz I know you've been writing way more with handwriting these days.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I I write notes down with but I I don't go back and look at those as much as the notes in my phone because the notes on my phone are always in my phone next to me and Notebooks I have a hard time keeping track of. Sometimes I'll write like really emotional journal entries that are just like stream consciousness, like stuff that if you read, I would be devastated if you read. And then I'll hand you that notebook to be like, hey, Andrew, will you write this list that I'm thinking of? So like, I'm too willy nilly with notebooks and I, I can't trust myself, but I love a notebook and writing
6: with a Sharpie. Would you rather a guy find a pussy picture of you that's like... picture. Pussy
0: picture. <laughs> Than my ramblings in a notebook that I'm ta- talking I'm about talking, my feelings. I'm talking to,
6: like, an up-close fucking... Like, and your face is in it.
0: Great, yes. I mean, like, that's fine. I, I, I like my vagina. What, I, it looks what, great.
6: Don't tell me what you wrote in your journal, but what it's makes like, you... Like, what, like let's yeah. give, like, a generalization of, like... Like,
0: it'll be, like, I hate my... Like, I woke up today, and I felt fat, and I don't know why that is, because... I'm not any different than I am. Yes. There's no chance that yesterday I'm that different than I am. uh, Yesterday I didn't feel fat yet today. I feel fat. There's no way I gained enough weight from one day based on what I ate to make me feel fat. So I know that this isn't what I am. So what else is going on? And then I'll be like, I'm really scared about this thing later tonight. Uh you know, like I just talk about my feelings. Like I just try I can't even do access it because stuff comes out when you write it. Stream of consciousness when you're writing really messy and fast that It's just like embarrassing, but it's so on point. Like I read some old journals of mine recently from like years ago where I would just write, you know, I I journal sporadically. So like a month I'll do like three times, three days in a row and then I'll skip a year and then go back, you know. Um, So I read some stuff from four years ago and it was spot on about all the changes I've implemented in my life. I was begging for help back then with them. It's just nice to see that the things I'm addressing now – were actually problems back then that I didn't even know I had but were just coming out in journal entries but I wasn't aware like but it was all there well, it's like based- I need to start eating skipping meals like skipping meals is ruining my life I was like saying it and begging for help but then it took me 4 years to to learn
4: well maybe don't skip meals then <laughs>
6: like What's up Noah?
0: <laughs>
4: well based off that study which was done in Tokyo you were probably like um handwriting Stuff increases your brain activity, so maybe you were able yeah. to figure that stuff out because you were writing it down, as opposed Absolutely. to doing it digitally.
0: I always wanted to convince myself that handwriting wasn't better than typing. Like you can type journals, which it's still good, but there's something about handwriting that actually does something different than um, typing.
6: Well, it, it says me. it triggers your robust brain activity, and in writing by hands associated with stronger neural encoding and memory retrieval. Cool.
0: Yeah, I got I to write more. Which are all more. big
6: words. Um,
0: yeah, robust I, words. I
6: never r- write in journals, and I think I should, or yeah. write down at all. Sometimes I forget. I remember I went to write down. I forgot how to right. write. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. But I used to write in journals in high in middle school. I had to. And I remember my parents went through the divorce and like my journal entries used to be like perfectly legible and like thought out. Yeah. And like and then my parents started fighting. And you would just see it would like I would maybe sometimes I would just I'd have to fill out two pages. So I would write the Big. same sentence over and oh. over again. Just be That's like, fuck too. the system. Yeah. And it'd be like crooked and like the handwriting became. Oh God. Like it looked like a Anarchist yeah, Like was you, writing but,
0: but looking upon that later I mean you had no perspective On that when you were doing it But then in <laughs> retrospect You're like wow This said so much About my mental state And you were writing The same sentence over and over But you still found out Things about yourself That's Dude I would
6: write Like nice journal And then like th- Three months into My parents' divorce It was just like Jonathan, I don't want to say his name. Whatever, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> There's is a fat motherfucker on the bus. Yeah, fuck him. He always all takes of a sudden the seat, anger like. went.
0: <laughs> you just got angry overnight. Went,
6: yeah, and dude. it was
0: it's all due to yeah.
6: But you know, I wouldn't be here if you know that journal
0: be somewhere better
6: yeah i'd probably uh, like people run always go up.
0: yeah my dysfunction led me to where i am <laughs> yeah. it's like work. what could you have done though <laughs> like you haven't even considered that but there's no free will so the whatever the way you are you had no choice and uh you have no choice where you go next yeah, listen probably- to sam harris's new podcast on making sense called my last thoughts on three free will and you will understand why we have no free will and if i'm blowing your mind right now you're like what do you mean no free will yeah, you don't have a choice about anything you do or anything you think. And I know you're like, there's no way, Nikki, that's blowing my mind. I used to think that too. Go listen to Making Sense podcast, my thoughts on free will. And by the way, Sam Harris's podcast, which which I love and I recommend all the time, Game Changer uh, segment, uh, you can get it for free if you just write into it, it. He has a paywall, but you can get it for free if you just can't afford it and you just write to Sam Harris Info at SamHarris.org at Sam and just say, I can't afford the podcast. They'll give you a code and you get to have the whole podcast. And um, But you can get the first 40 minutes for free regardless. Anyway, that I really recommend... Anyone listen to my f- my final thoughts on free-, free will, the Making Sense podcast? It
6: was two episodes ago.
0: So go on, Andrew. What's the? I mean, the that next... was a great
6: plug. For I couldn't him. help.
0: I couldn't help it. I do. Uh, you find him hot?
6: That's why. What? You find him a little sexy? Oh yeah,
0: Sam Harris is so sexy. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. But that's why not why just... I like him. I like. I, I, he's sexy because I I just admire him so much, and I don't no, listen I like to any podcasts, like and I, that one really has changed my life and my perspective. Um, next, and he story. talks about stuff like journaling. Okay.
6: Um, Nikki wants to blow Sam' hair. What? Oh, stop that! Well, that is weird.
0: No, don't say that. I, I want him on this podcast <laughs> on someday. Yet? Yeah, that is not one of the news
6: stories. <laughs> I, that, you, that's my journal. God damn it, Andrew! Don't leave it out. <laughs> you wrote the pass. You wrote the Wi-Fi password in it. All right, Sarah. Wait, what, Noah? Oh,
4: no, no, no. Andrew. I, I think Andrew has um, a good story. Up, okay, let's um, hear it.
6: Sarah Gilbert, who you know. Mm. Um, I know Sarah Roseanne. Gilbert. Yeah,
0: I um, we created a show to. Well, I created a show for her um, production company. Blood Sarah,
6: while telling uh, Drew Barrymore that she was her first girl kiss on the set of 1991's Poison Ivy.
0: I loved this. I saw this last night. Have you seen? So this Sarah movie? Gilbert is. Do you a remember lesbian. this movie? No. But Sarah Gilbert is a lesbian and I just love the idea of like, yeah, she had been on Roseanne and probably kissed boys on that show because she was a straight character on that show. But for her to have her, fir- she said her- she had her first girl kiss, right? Same sex yeah. kiss was on screen. I-, I love those stories. Well, they when- practiced
6: in the trailer beforehand. They did? Pretty hot. No yeah. way. Really? But how old were they then? I wonder. Oh my too. God, this
0: is so hot. I mean, probably like 16 or 17. That I'm just looking at a, a sh- still from it. It's got to be somewhere in there, like
6: can I, early can adolescence. I, can I just tell you that if you're probably anywhere between 35 and a 45-year-old man, Poison Ivy Is was a like... seminal. It was a movie that... That and a, a movie called Blown Away with Nicole Eckhart. Okay. Those are two movies that if you're around that age, you definitely masturbated at around 11 p.m. at showtime. So show you time. masturbated
0: to uh, D- Darlene's first kiss?
6: Yeah (laughs) Darlene is like The least sexy name By the way On Earth (laughs) Oh well God But yeah No but if you were If you were around that age Those movies And uh, what's the one Where they made out In the pool Uh, Wild Things Wild Things Yeah, Yeah so yeah I hear that Yeah I mean your first kiss Was a girl
0: Uh, Yeah, my first kiss was many girls Like I didn't kiss a boy until My first kiss was Kirsten Because I thought I was going to have my first kiss with a boy And I wanted to practice And she was like uh, I was worried I wasn't going to be good And later that night I thought I was going to kiss Doug Reese and I was nervous, and she goes, "I'll kiss you and tell you if you're good or not." And so we made out, and then um, tongue, th- and then I didn't end up, yeah, I didn't end up kissing Doug that night. But then I got drunk for the first time, and I wanted to kiss boys so bad. But I was scared of boys, and all my girlfriends were like just drunk too, so we just all started making out, and it was just it wasn't like sexy though. We were just like laughing, you know. But it was still, yeah, I made out with a lot of girls before, but I haven't done it since, and like not even close to. Well, doing you it.
6: K- you did kiss your friend just a quick peck.
0: Kirsten again, and yeah. I have
6: been writing in my journal. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Um, for me, I love these stories of these first kisses on set or like on camera. Like these child stars who had to have their first kisses. Like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, their first kiss. Uh, her, that's Ashton was her first kiss, and now he's her husband. It's so sweet.
6: That is kind of sweet. Your yeah. first kiss, uh, not so much your husband.
0: No, my yeah my first kiss with a boy not the best experience my I've, first
6: kiss fourth grade kissed a sixth grader
0: damn and
6: uh i i was on the bus and we were in the back of the bus everyone was watching it was like an event yeah and uh because i was so small it's the big event and she was like the hottest sixth grader like yes. she was fucking dope and uh i fucking went in i didn't turn my head and i sh- drilled noses Oh my God. And it was so embarrassing. Devil Everyone laugh. was laughing at me. Like, he didn't turn his head. What a fucking dump. You just,
0: oh, so like instead of tilting your head to like make out and make yeah. room for both noses, you just like went straight. Nose in. to
6: nose. Oh my it, God. And I mean, it's the story of my sex life ever since then. I mean, that started it. It started me down a horrible Where you get, you get spot. to like,
0: and you do pretty good. Like, I feel like you, I've seen you with women and like you tend to get the sixth grade, the hottest sixth grade girl, like over and over. It, 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 in,
4: no matter in adult how old term. I
0: yeah, they always say it's sixth grade. But like that, that the girls you that slide into your DMs and the girls that you I've seen you get close to getting are like you're still. It's it's of that caliber of like you're the fourth grade guy who's like the underdog, but like for some reason they really like you and they're like the hot girl in sixth grade.
6: Yeah, I'll take that. I'll, yeah. I'll be that's, hey, you, look, that's you, man. I love an underdog. I love being the underdog. Yeah. keep me under there, dog. You know. Yeah, that's what I say. Well, oh, okay. you're not.
0: Yeah, you're. Chrissy You're not going to be on top anytime soon.
6: Chrissy Teigen quit Twitter Oh, because my God, of negativity and leaves behind 13 million followers.
0: I mean, she'll be back, right? You can recover that stuff. Noah, do you think you can recover? I, I don't know the, the laws, but that seems like a rash decision. And I think she did it over the fact that people were giving her shit for selling something. Um, yeah, with Chris uh, Jenner. Yeah, Chris Jenner. She partnered with Chris Jenner to to promote something, and people were so furious about it that she couldn't deal with the trolls anymore, and just was like, "I'm gone."
6: So weird how people turn on you, or like how bad like.
0: I think it's a great. Um, it's an
6: interesting to beginning just
0: leave. to like. I it got me thinking last night. Like, what if people start dropping off the social media? What if we go back to not having access to people's daily life and like what they're doing all the time like what if we get what if people start like what if those things go away like how cool would that be but i I just kind of love it it. you can
6: go away when you're on top like she i don't want to see
0: people's twitter or instagram i will i it ruins people for me
6: Oh yes! Like if you it, have a crush and then you see someone,
0: it's not even like a crush. Later, they're like friends too. Like where you like get to know someone in in life and then you see their social media and you just are like, oh, God, you're like not as cool as I want you to be. Or like, you're
6: trying to be too cool. And there's just
0: like too much. There's too much room for error. And I put myself into that category too. There are times that I put out things that I'm sure guys have been like, ugh, or like girlfriends that might have been like, Nikki, this isn't a good look, and it just. It's just a vulnerable space where you sometimes can put out something and make a rash decision and tweet something or you know, put something on your story that's just a, an ugly side of you that is so easy to come out because you have this outlet that usually in real life you would have a um, – there's a barrier between you and that knee-jerk reaction to put that out there mm-hmm. for your friends to see that side of you. But it's all it is now is a – Pull up your story, post a picture, click a button, and then it's out there for the next twenty four
6: hours. I just feel like Chrissy Teigen, if she has, you know, she's married to John Legend, she's made a shit ton of money on her own. They probably yeah. have a hundred million dollars. Like, she doesn't need to be called a dumb cunt every day like she just doesn't need that now some people still need it because they're still building (laughs) their money like
0: people don't reach 13 no there's if you haven't noticed no one's ever rich enough no one just gets rich and then stops none of these people these people all have enough money to live so well for themselves well into the future until the end of the world in like about eight
6: years how successful would you have to be to get off social media completely
0: I mean, I would have to be really like social media for me fills a hole of like n- not feeling like I'm having enough thought, like it's fun for me. I still get this enjoyment out of it. So I'd have to have a fulfilling life. Otherwise, it'd have to not be about money. It'd have to be about like I'm around people that. I am constantly stimulated by and having it is giving me that much stimulation because that's what this stuff is, is just constantly like new things popping up. And it's like, if I'm in a relationship, if I fill my life with enough of those things, which is almost impossible to do, it's I'll like speed
6: to- date, like social media is like speed dating yeah. in your life. That's like the only thing equivalent to it.
0: It's, it kind of makes you realize why people don't get in committed relationships because in every other aspect of your life, you can get whatever you want, whatever food you want, whatever entertainment you want instantly there is no more committing to literally anything the biggest commitment i have ever made is this podcast i realized the other day i've never had a contract over a year for anything in my life yeah and it's certainly not a relationship is ever contract like until you say i'm gonna get married that's obviously you know being like forever but i and that's what's i'm scared of commitment i realized but this this podcast i'm not scared yeah i was a little bit like starting i was like wait a second this is my life for, that's so long. Like, even when I buy a 500 pack of Q-tips, I'm like, this is a little, you're committing to like <laughs> living long enough to use these. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Like, I, I, that even, I'm not joking you. That that seems like a joke, but it's not. When I buy that many Q-tips, I just go, what? what you're are you not going to
6: live this long. Yeah,
0: I just like, I'm not going to get through all those. Like, that's a waste.
6: It's interesting because like my whole life, I've always like, you know, where I went to college, you know, whatever I've done with my, I've never thought it through. You know, yeah. even this podcast, I didn't really think it through, but out of most things, I was like, I did think before I moved to St. Louis to do this, I did at least kind of give it a yeah. little bit of thought. You and don't it's have the like goal,
0: long-term goals? My long-term goal, I guess... I didn't is, ask you what they were. I just asked do you have them? Yeah. So what's the next news story? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what our next one is? <laughs> I here's a goal. Here's a goal of yours realized once a week. We're gonna have a segment here on the show where Andrew gets to do a little bit of his favorite genre of news sports news. So here's Andrew's weekly sports moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I you, love it. Oh, so, I, I, okay, I,
0: get me into sports.
6: All right, a 15 seed. During March Madness, for the second time ever, has made the Sweet 16. A team called Oral Roberts, which was also my ex girlfriend's nickname in college.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
6: I, I thought yeah. I went in the shower. Oh boy. my
0: god! I bet you got so giddy and go, <laughs> and you giggled to yourself while you were in the shower when you thought of it. Did you? I bet you did. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know I'll, you
6: too well. I know I you too well. I was holding the shampoo as a mic.
0: Oh, I guarantee you, you were
6: this year sweet 16 okay let's just get into well you tell March me what Madness. 15
0: seed means please so, I understand that's a terminology th- that I should know but I don't know it
6: so so each bracket there's four different brackets one through 16 got it a 15 beat a 2 which is just unheard of right and then they beat a seven which is just crazy so like okay so um so yeah.
0: they're the, they're in, out of 16 places you could be they're in 15th place 15th. they're like in the group of colleges that are like the fifth the, in 15th
6: yes they've made the top 64 teams but they're in the bottom of the 64 got it
0: got it so a 15 seed out of 16 seeds so a bottom not a good team one of the like yeah. in the 90 percent or probably in the 90 percent worst of the bats that yeah. are playing for march madness beat someone in the top yes. two or uh five percent this
6: ahead. will give you an idea 10%. of it so ESPN does a thing where they where they Whoa, let people Roberts. fill out a bracket. Fourteen million around like fourteen million brackets were filled out. Not one had has all them. the right teams right now. Well, well, no, some might have had them. Right, but doesn't but, have
0: any. So it's our and that's never.
6: I mean, how beautiful that is in sports. I mean, that is pretty cool because it's like what's I mean, going
0: on here. What do they attribute it to? Do they have like a star player?
6: There's other injuries
0: I've, on the teams they've played.
6: Good questions. Uh, my thought is, okay, also what's crazy about this March Madness Duke, which mm-hmm. you've heard of, obviously, North Carolina, Kansas, and Kentucky are not in what? March Madness, which is... Wait, KU? Yeah, what? wild. What? Yeah, you went My there. alma mater?
0: <laughs> KU, who, like, the only thing that they care about is... They didn't make this... this the no, 64? No.
6: Oral Roberts did, my ex-girlfriend from college. Wait a
0: second. They didn't even make it in the 64 teams? Yeah. But KU is a... Uh, and Duke, they are...
6: Yeah. What's I know. going on? So I think is it
0: because of COVID?
6: Yeah, they all got COVID.
0: No, but... No, apparently-
6: no, 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 no. no. I, that's actually a good question. They might have not practiced as much. And if you can't practice as much, Okay, so what Duke, North Carolina? It's all—it's called one and done. So a lot of these kids they'll go to college for one year, yeah. just a freshman year, and go to the pros. So then you're getting new kids yeah, every, every, and you got to refill it, and they got to be so good that they could be juniors and seniors, which have been practicing together for three or four years. Right. So now you're having, uh, you know. Duke and those guys have I mean, one When was the
0: last time Duke, k u and and, and mean, North Carolina were not in the sweet in the March madness?
6: hey could all of them together? I mean, I, I mean,
0: I, even individually, like, do those schools sometimes go in and out? I mean, I just feel like they're always in the at least when you're are. making a bracket like the the eight, like the bottom eight. I don't know. it's
6: what? wild. It's wild. The viewer, and eight? I thought the viewership would go MySpace. down. Uh huh. But it's actually it's doing well. Um, well,
0: now it's going to be great because of this Oral Roberts, and this is this a dentistry school.
6: Yes, it's a de- I'm serious. No, like, what, Where is it? Where's Oral? No, I don't know. It's I think it's somewhere down below. If you know what I mean. Where is it? No, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I, can't, I
0: can't believe this is your
4: news segment, and you have such little information. I just gave some knowledge, but you don't know where Oral Roberts is. I can't believe how much you know about sports, Nikki. This is blowing my mind well,
0: I went to KU so I do know that March Madness I'm very familiar and I do enjoy March Madness and and like you know making bracket I love a good bracket uh, I love a good Taylor Swift song bracket and um <laughs> and in my in my bro- song bracket I will say that there was an Oral Roberts for me which was a song that not many people like which uh which song do I love that people don't oh 15 for me a lot of girls uh, that also love Taylor Swift were like wow 15 beat out style and for me, style is a UNC, and I don't give a. F- style's never. Style has been my Oral Roberts for all along. And so 15 ended up winning my bracket, and uh, it was like Oral Roberts taking home the final, uh, you know, the March Madness trophy. The,
6: okay, the I gotta basketball. go back on something. I apologize. You gotta
0: go back on something. Okay.
6: Um, Kansas
0: still is in the tournament. Okay, guys, t- Kansas did wait, reach the top 64. Well, we had a recount.
6: Yeah, we had. Have- <laughs>
0: They actually beat the Eastern Washington <laughs> Eagles ninety three to eighty four in their most recent game.
6: God damn it! I really, and I, I
0: really just hijacked your news segment. Okay, it's, Is there anything <laughs> you want to add?
6: I'm just sad that I ruined my shot at the sports thing, the Kansas thing. But they're out of it, I believe. But okay, can, you can figure that Thanks, out. But other than that, I mean, I feel like I had more information. <laughs>
0: In this segment. I really just based off of you Googling and not being able to read fast enough and I can read your screen. Um, uh, well, we got to move on, Andrew.
6: Okay. God.
0: But you'll have a chance next week to right. redeem yourself and really come in with a lot of sports knowledge. And next week, can I can I challenge you? As, as a coach, I want to challenge you. You look in the mirror and you talk to yourself before you give that sports segment. And you, you deliver in a way that will educate me so I don't have to have too many follow-up questions. And also in a way that will interest me and also fulfill sports fans who might be listening's uh, 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 desires for
6: sports news. Yeah, Kansas is still in it.
0: All right. So our next segment <laughs> is a going to be one that we will obviously ask for submissions from our listeners. This is uh, a little thing we like to call the blankest thing you've ever done. And every month we're going to pick a new blank and you're, we're going to present ours and then we're going to ask for submissions from you guys to send in your blankest thing and and you're gonna to try to top ours, and we'll read it on the show. And if you can top the 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 thing that we the, the blankest thing we've done, um, we'll crown a winner at the end of the month, and we'll we'll switch it up every month or so. So for this month, um, and we'll do this once a week. My blank. For this month, it's going to be the grossest thing you've ever done. So this is the grossest thing you've ever done. We're going to present ours now. And then we will ask you to submit your own. At uh, If you think they can beat ours out, we're going to do a March Madness of grossest things you've ever done. Every month, the, the category will change. This month, the grossest thing you've ever done. Um, and you can send those submissions to the Nikki Glaser Podcast at gmail.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Andrew, do you want to kick us off? The grossest thing you've ever done?
6: You know I've done a lot of gross things. I
0: mean, we came up with this segment a while ago because we just couldn't stop sharing gross things. And we were going to make it only about gross things, and that would be like the whole show. And I go, we got to add other <laughs> things in, not just gross things, because I don't think I, I think yeah, we we'll will do turn next people month. off. Yeah, we just can yeah. share one at a time. <laughs> yeah, you
6: know? yeah, it's a little. It's a lot. We're gross. Okay. um, You know this story. I think I had to go with it because I can't think of anything grosser. I know a few stories are probably going on in your mind, but I'm just going to tell you. Okay. I'm 11 years old. We all know this story.
0: I, I don't by know By we, one.
6: just me and you. Um, I walked into my parents' bathroom. I came across an object. I didn't know what it was. It seemed foreign. It seemed alien-like. There was hair on it. I don't know where the hair came from. And there was a How hole in How much hair? It. There was enough hair. It looked like an, uh, an 80s hairband. Got a little no, bit of hair No, was it like hair?
0: Like hair was like, f- it fell on the floor at a salon? Or hair like it was actually implanted in implanted it? Implanted hair. Okay.
6: And there was a hole in it i didn't really know exactly was what it, like it was it like a
0: gooey that like what did it, it look like it was gooey
6: like? it was uh it kind of um looked like uh if like you know when they, you make pottery and it falls apart
0: okay like a smushed clay kind of yes. pot okay
6: smushed soft clay and turns out it was a pocket pussy i didn't know if it was my dad or my mom's or the dog
0: Let's stop making jokes and just tell it like it's real. Because I know yeah. this is a this is a bit you do. So I'm trying to. I don't I'm want you to not get into to do bit it like territory. Bit. I'm I know I'm you haven't done like a bit. I haven't done yet. one joke from know, my act. I know, but I'm just. I want you to not tell this as like. But I'm telling it. But I'm. Wondering, I'm setting it up. Okay. Okay. So it turns. out You realize. Okay. Later I fucked my
6: dad's pocket pussy. You
0: realize like, <laughs> you realize later on in life it was a pocket pussy, but at the time you're 11, you didn't know what that was. No, I
6: had an idea. I had an inkling that it was a why a pussy because. I don't know. Maybe I came across one in a magazine or something. At some, so you knew
0: what it was. You weren't like, "What's this?" You knew what it was.
6: I kind of knew what it was. I really didn't know. I've never heard of a a pocket pussy. You have your penis in it. If there's a hole, your dick's going in it.
0: When you're 11, really?
6: I mean, sure. And but I couldn't fill it up. My cock really wasn't big enough yet. And I didn't come, but it was wet and it was disgusting. And um, that means my dad probably just used it with lotion or maybe it was his leftover um, I
0: mean,
4: this is sperm. just...
0: I, I want to apologize. Isn't,
4: yeah. This isn't like the grossest thing Andrew's done. Like The grossest thing is that Andrew is telling the story.
6: <laughs> what do you want from me? The grossest
4: me? thing is that you did keep this to yourself.
6: I'm That's tell- so funny. <laughs> First of all... I'm sharing with you guys, and you guys seem to be making fun of a traumatic <laughs> Dude, he tells experience. tells story
0: on stage at, like, uh, it's his closer, because it is true, and it's insane, and it's so funny that he admits, this is why I love Andrew, is that he doesn't keep these things, in and, and, like, and why should he? We, this is so funny. It's so funny that he was an 11-year-old kid who found his father's pocket pussy which is a you know self-masturbatory tool and he used it and it was a and it was used you know like everything about it's gross so he always closes on this joke and the groan from the audience is how i determine whether or not i'm gonna like them because if they when they go oh like i can just tell they're very empathetic and like emotional And and, and listening yes and so i always go out to this like you kind of leave a weird taste in their mouth, and it's a fun—it's a fun atmosphere to walk out into as a crowd. Because I used to do the same kind of jokes where it was just like people would go, "Oh,
6: <laughs> ew!" Like
0: because it, it's just a good reaction. Yeah, I love you it. You know, it's like it's not laughter, but it's just you've just shocked them enough. That I they think go, it's
6: laughter after the oh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> like it was. Not yeah, always. I feel that. Way. Um. Anyhow, but can I? can i tell you something yeah my dad tried to gaslight me years later he heard that i was talking about on podcasts and he claimed that he never had a pocket pussy and then he said maybe it was you know my mom's new boyfriend or whatever and i go dad there's i remember like three things for sure in my life and this is up there i mean you remember you remember having sex with any pocket pussy let alone your own father so You know,
0: yeah, that sucks that he couldn't just admit it, but maybe he actually doesn't remember if he had one. But you remember if you have a pocket pussy
6: or if like like, you just and then maybe it was his like seventh best one, like how you have 19 dildos or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe, but then he then he would know that he had one at least and that you could have found it, you know,
6: that's true. Maybe you know, maybe he knew it was I'm getting close to my bar mitzvah, or maybe it wasn't like your
0: mom's hair clip or something, like you don't know, it had hair on it, it was wet. I don't know, it could have been like a, a new loofah your mom had. That's true. You know, like it, it maybe could have been, you could have misinterpreted it with your 11-year-old brain. But okay, it, wrote, grossest it had thing pocket I pussy ever did.
6: written on it. Yeah, what was the grossest thing you ever wrote, did?
0: Um. Okay, so I know you know a bunch of gross things that involve feces and like, you know, just like bodily fluids and stuff. But this to me is, is a story that signifies how like germy I am and like how I don't like care about that. That most people would just be like, how could you do that? So, I once, I was in a really bad place in my life. I was living in New York, just moved there, living in a disgusting apartment with a girl who was like uh, really like a recluse hoarder and the place was already dark. It was just so gross. My room was disgusting. I was bulimic. I was smoking pot all the time. I was drinking a lot. I was just in, I was just gross. I was in a bad place and I wasn't taking care of myself. And I took out my contacts one night and I didn't even cover the little, holes that you put the case I didn't even close the case which I still don't do that a lot of times like I don't cover the case which is gross already but I didn't cover the case I took out my contacts put them in the thing I probably put water in them because I was always out of contact solution just like so just gross not washing them not they were probably had been in my eyes for over a month I took them out though at night I was taking care of myself in that way I don't sleep in your contacts it can cause you to get tumors it's awful um so I took them out The next day I was taking nail polish off. And so I was using nail polish remover and I left the cap off of that also on my desk just because I'm just sloppy and messy. Later on, I was grabbing something and I knocked over the nail polish remover, but it was on a shitty desk that I got at Ikea that I didn't care about. And so I was just like, oh, fuck. I spilled it and I didn't care. Later on, I put in my contacts and I go about my day. I'm on the train and I'm like, everything looks like cloudy. Like, this is so weird. Like... And my eyes were kind of stinging, but they that happened when you like wear your contacts too much, and I was like, so weird, and things sort of look cloudy. It looked like there was like a halal cart haze, you know, when like halal carts like put off a bunch of smoke, yeah, it looked like that all around the city, and like I was a like,
6: babe cloud it looked
0: like t- September twelfth, you know, like there's just like dust in the air, and I was like asking people like and and trying to smell for smoke. It was so weird, and um eventually, my eyes hurt so much that I took them out, but then the fog didn't go away. Because I was like, maybe something in my contacts. I took them out. It did not go away. It kept... It, I was just like, I cannot see at this point. Then I go... Then all of a sudden, all of like the... Everything comes into place. And I was like, I accidentally spilled nail polish remover acetone into my contact Jesus. lens case. And my I put in contacts that have acetone in them as the lubricant to put in my eye. And I Googled... Oh, do you know how I realized this? I Googled... Cloudy vision and it said chemical burn and I was like what I chemically burnt my eyes My friend tony Vin was in town at the time visiting from la And he was taking me out to dinner and I called him like sobbing and I was like i'm going blind I just blinded myself because i'm so like gross I'm just like all my fluids are everywhere and just like mis- like I almost blinded myself because of how disgusting I am. So, although it's not viscerally disgusting, it's just like that to me signifies and was like a real eye-opening eye-clouding experience
6: for like, can I, can Nikki, I ask, you need to be cleaner. Did you go to your urgent care? Like, no, how did you handle healed. it? No, just eventually healed.
0: I cried and I cried and I cried. And I was like, I'm just blind. Like, it's irreversible. Like, I was just reading all this stuff. Yeah. And I couldn't see Why it didn't getting worse. Why did you go to
6: the hospital? Because I
0: was broke and I was drunk and I was just, and I come from a family who goes waited out. And so I never go to the hospital for things unless I'm like actually dying. i am never preemptively taking care of myself in that way. And I just, eventually it went away. Thank God. How that like, long? It lasted a couple days. It was terrible. Dude, I, I really thought my freaking, life was over. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like when, when we were watching that um, movie, that the, the, the Sound
6: of Metal. You're like the Gorilla Glue girl.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, it was like that, but it was just because I was gross. And it felt like God. This is usually I'm. I'm like, wow. I don't get colds because I'm so gross because I'm constantly eating. Like, I'm surprised calm shit like this doesn't
6: happen to women more. You have to go through so many. We were talking about how many steps you have to do. Like, you're gonna fuck up a step. Next thing you know, you're blind. Like, yes, you have to do so much shit as a woman. And if you
0: mix different serums together that have different, you know, chemicals that can yeah. counteract with each other and um and burn your face. And like, I, I you know, I've I've gotten laser. Uh, Stuff done to my face That's burnt my face And caused me immense pain and suffering I mean, it's crazy All right, (laughs) let's get into our final thought Round out the week God, I can't believe this week flew by
6: This week has been one of the best weeks of my life This podcast has been incredible And just working down here It's beautiful out here And uh, God, it's awesome
0: Yeah, I, um, I agree with you This has been I am so happy to. I said at the top of the show before you came in, uh, relief pitcher, that <laughs> Call back. I, yeah, I'm just like loving this yeah. show. We, we just, every time we get done with it, we're like, that was so fun. Even on t- uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, when I was like so nauseous, so sick during the podcast, it's like I still had the best time. That was such a good show. Perfect. So, uh, really grateful. That's the grateful. beauty of this
6: show too. Is like our mood might you know we're always gonna try to be funny and everything, but yeah, we're but you're gonna get the real day, so real life. Get- yeah.
0: And but something but this will take me out of it, and that's why I like I wanted to have this every day in my life because it it's something I'm excited to do. So I'm 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 really grateful to everyone who's listened and rated and reviewed. Oh. We have like five stars. We've been charting all over the place. Thanks to you guys. Seriously, I know that's like such a cliched thing to say, like thanks to the fans. But I've been reading your comments and your your emails and your DMs and. And you're, you're posting your stories and it's just all so nice you took the time out to, to write to us and say what it means to you Like it really means a lot. So thank you And I want to just say because I, I talked about it yesterday on the podcast Final thought the movie we watched the other night that I did not enjoy <laughs> But it's probably me because it's rated 81 percent on Rotten Tomatoes um, Was Molly's Game. Um, it's an Aaron Sorkin uh, uh, script and he directed it and I love Aaron Sorkin's work. I'm a big fan. And so I was excited well, about this like movie. you talk like an Aaron
6: Sorkin movie.
0: I do. I talk a lot. But this movie was excruciating for me to get through. I wanted to do Abandon It 10 minutes in. And Andrew made us watch the whole thing. And he goes, I want to see how it ends. I go, pull up the synopsis on Wikipedia. Like, why waste uh, another hour and a half of your life when you could just find out what happens and not have to sit through all of this tedious uh, superfluous well, dialogue yeah. that I know he's famous for. And but, the editing and was Jessica, like Jessica, Jessica Chestate. What's her name? Yeah,
6: what movie was her she voice good in? Because she's not was
0: this the whole time and talked like this. And I know that was the directing. Her voice, I couldn't take it anymore by the end of it. And she is gorgeous and such a good actress, but it just was maybe it was meant to irritate me, and the directing was. So crazy that I literally go, and I'm not someone who's like a film, <laughs> cr- like I don't know film, but I knew this was directing was not good. It was, it would, You know what fit. it felt like? It was a script that could have been handled much better because Andrew didn't know that directing like matters. I go, this script. W- I know I go, directing he matters. Goes, he goes, I go, because you said, oh, he did the social network. I go, no, he did not direct. The social oh. network's amazing because it's Aaron Sorkin writing it and David Fincher directing. <laughs> if David Fincher would have directed Molly's Game, it would be an Oscar contender. It was such a good script. But the the, the directing, the shots, the, the music, the, the mixing, it, it seemed great like a first time which he's gonna get better i mean i'm sure fincher's first movie was shit too or like confusing too yeah you don't just hit it out of the ballpark on the first try sports the but, uh
6: the uh i feel like sorkin how he was editing it and how he right re- re- it's like um you know like when someone that has done way too much cocaine ad- and they come up to you and tell you a story about nothing yeah and they're so like yes. and it just jumps from here to there that's how his edit like his editing was like that one scene was like fifty different shots for like a, a four-minute scene about poker. Like, I guess you have to try to make poker seem interesting like more when you know it's fictional. And the the whole thing that's
0: interesting about poker or sports is that it's like not fiction, or whatever, and it's like it, anything could happen, but you know that this is. Script, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to make sure. But it's been it, done before and yeah. it could have been done better. I love Aaron Sorkin again, huge fan. I think he's, I'm just uh, couldn't love his writing more. And I'm sure he's gonna get better as a director. And this was the first attempt, and everyone like deserves to be not as great when they start. So, like, that's fine. I don't know if it was the first attempt, but it was his first like non documentary directing, I think, that he'd done. And it just, I, 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 but reading Rotten Tomatoes, I was infuriated that no one else was felt the same way I did. And I, I thought just, it was just so obvious. We were looking at – we were laughing so hard <laughs> at how – I mean, it would have been a great mystery science theater for us to watch and make fun of this movie.
6: But do you feel like sometimes – they're cur. like This
0: movie was cursed so much. But
6: your mind – I
0: said curse like 18 times
6: you're, in the last sometimes 18 Sometimes my mind – that's the only kind of movie I want is like – it doesn't even have to be good. There's a certain tone to it that's like it's not too much – There's only like five or six characters.
0: I don't like a movie that talks down to me and makes me feel like people make movies sometimes for really dumb people. And I think we should challenge people. Like I was saying about the inside joke. When I say Delia's, I know that only 30% of people out there are going to get that reference. But I expect the other 70% to know that they're just not in on the joke. Not that it's a bad joke, right? But I feel like a lot of directors and writers don't don't challenge their audience to maybe, hey, that's a reference that I should maybe look into so I can understand that and 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 appreciate this on a deeper level instead they don't even make the reference they don't even take the chance to make it more selective they want to uh, uh, they want to uh, uh, appeal to such a broad audience that it becomes so stupid and you are talked to like a kindergartner and that's when I get res- that's when I walk out of Horrible Bosses Fifteen minutes into it, that's when I walk out of uh, dinner with schmucks f- halfway through because it is a comedy that is written by people who are very intelligent and they are talking down to me and I don't appreciate it.
6: Okay, but on the same we gotta go. same token, yeah, if you try to do too many analogies or whatever to something, so no, you don't like have to be specific, over the top. I'm not asking you to that. make
0: it so like you know uh, obtuse. And I'm that not
6: saying I'm just saying no. It can go the other way where it's like I understand yeah. it
0: definitely can, but Veep does that very well. They have specific references You will miss half the jokes But you They make so many jokes That you don't mind Missing half I'm the jokes I'm with you on that All sister. right Final word Gotta go Thanks so much For listening this week We'll see you next week On the Nikki Glazer podcast I love you all
6: I love you all too oh, Keep stop. happy out there
3: Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
2: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. available at Walgreens.